everybody. This is Rob. And this is Sarah. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode number 73. Yay, we're back. It was a very good year. 73 was when I was born, Sarah. Oh, why? right. Yeah, because you're all young I, and stuff. Well, whatever. Well, I'm sure some of our listeners, our college listeners are like, 73? 73? That's when my dad was born. That's when the oldies were popular. You know, like when we were kids, oldies were songs from the 50s. I was thinking the other day, because this time of year makes me think about homecoming and spirit Um, week, when you have to like, you dressed up as things, and how my mom would like roll her eyes when it was 60s day. Right. Our kids that are in high school now, do they have 80s day or 90s day? I know they have 80s day, but God, what if they have 90s day? They can't have have 90s day. The 90s were eight years ago. Well, yeah. Right? But they were. They're old. That's old to those people. Right. I can see 80s for sure because that was, you know. In the 80s, that's kind of, it's kind of. 80s was my heyday, man. I was at my, I think I peaked in the 80s. I had some some kicking fingerless (laughs) gloves and bangle bracelets and asymmetrical hair and scads and scads of neon. God, it was hot. (laughs) And, And fashion sling belts. Well, and a lot of that kind of crap is back. The I know bells, because it's like flash dance crap. Oh, it's been so. Because oh, and been the, so I long. say that wearing a pair of Vans. Right. I've got Vans. I wear Vans. I wore them in the eighties, and I'm wearing them now. But they're not the same pair. No, thank you. Oh, I don't know. Okay. No, I couldn't do just, that. Just, just making sure. <laughs> uh, stranger things have happened. That's true. Well, let's get right. this rolling. Yeah, we're going to start. We we're going to talk something. about the seventies, but um, yeah. Well, Spirit Week is something to be, be excited about, I guess. Well, you know, um, <laughs> we know what Spirit Week reminds me of? Halloween. Yeah, and guess what's coming up? Halloween. Guess what our favorite holiday is? Halloween. Yes! <laughs> you know what? I've all but committed to reprising Carol Ann from Poltergeist this God, year. God, that was good. You know, I forget. We could swap. Like, I'm, I, I, can't, I can't do Picnic anymore here. I can't do Queen Bee. I've reprised my good Chicago costumes here in San Francisco. But I could do Carol Ann. But you Carol could do Carol Ann. What if we both did Carol Ann this year? <gasps> well, you know what? I don't know where I'm going because I, we usually go to see my sister's band, Roz and Coven, in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And um, they're not playing. It's like their huge show of the year. It's huge. And they're not doing it this year. Oh, my, wow. I had a gang of like 10 people. We were all going. We're a little, we're a little bit crushed. So now I don't know what's going to happen. I might mm. have to dress up for the trick-or-treaters. No, don't do that. And they'll be like, Poltergeist, that's a movie from the olden days. <laughs> it's going to be those chickens from next door coming by with a bag. <laughs> totally. <laughs> we have but, they're dr- but the chickens are dressed as like a butcher. <laughs> or what if they're just dressed like <laughs> a raccoon? <laughs> just some other animal, right? <laughs> I'm dressed as a goose. <laughs> That's a pretty shitty costume, chicken. You just put flour all over yourself to look white. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so anyway. wait, the reason that I brought this up is that we love Halloween and Halloween is spooky. So what we, we want to, in the future, the near future, do a show about um, sure. supernatural happenings and activities yes. of the occult. So do you have ghost stories, things that have really happened to you? about yes. dead people and stuff <laughs> send them to us fast at podcast at how much do we love.com we're compiling them yes and we're going to read them on the air um yes. and highlights of some of them but uh, you know you all have those all have that like moment you're like i'm pretty sure my grandmother was in the car with me today you know that kind of thing 
Yes. Oh, I love that. Only, but like, you know, that's only a good story if your grandmother is dead. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if she's alive, that's not uh, a good story. Well, we were taking her to get groceries, but she was, was there. It was I weird. <laughs> it looked like her. Um, <laughs> that has me thinking about graveyards, which has me thinking about my trip to New York because I went to go visit a big Edie from Grey Gardens. I went to her grave. Love it. Love it was awesome. And the other thing that I did when I was in East Hampton is I went to Sagaponic to mm-hmm. Loaves and Fishes, which is this place that Ina Garten always goes on her show to pick up like tarts and stuff. Yes, totally. And it's where our first topic comes from, the Sagaponic corn pudding. Okay, people. It, it's been featured on Barefoot Contessa's TV show and it's in her book. Um, it's a, a Barefoot Contessa family, family style. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's one of the I have two of them and it's in one of those. So the, okay. <laughs> I don't know what two I have though. So you guys get I'll those look it up. Two. <laughs> you tell you tell the people how good it is and I'll it's look it up right so now. So good. So Rob well Rob made it when he was here in uh visiting me in California um, last month and it was the star of the party. So good. We had a Labor Day barbecue. Oh god, my phone's ringing. Uh-oh. Oh, it's it's actually Heidi. Hi Heidi. Our friend Heidi. Hi Heidi. We're going to answer that later. Okay. Okay. Heidi, have another over clover. No. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Sagaponic corn pudding. Talk about this corn pudding. It's so good. It's um, I've never made a pudding before either, like a savory pudding. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you grew up having? Well, yeah, because you know, in the Jew cuisine, a, a kugel is really a is really a pudding, right? So my How mom's kugel. Yeah, a lot. Well, my mom's mom makes noodle kugel and potato kugel and matz kugel. Jungle Marge, that is. And they're all in the sort of pudding family. You know, they're kind of eggy and it depends on how you make it. But Jungle Marge is um, like her noodle kugel is kind of puddingy. It's not baked and cut in squares like a lot of other kugels. So anyway, that, that, that that's what I think of when I think of a savory pudding. Yeah. And she also is- made a really good yellow squash casserole that's kind of similar. You know, in that it has kind of an eggy, custardy kind of element. And this has a lot of cheese in it. Lots and lots and lots of cheese. Um, a lot of good stuff in it. Ricotta and sharp cheddar and yumminess all around. And, oh my God, um, it's so good. It's in the, oh, by the way, it's in the Barefoot Contessa family style, family style. Um, cookbook. But every once in a while, you can find it online on the Food Network if they happen to have aired the episode that that's on. I bet if you search for it on the Food Network, yeah. you could find it. It's real tasty, um, oh and it's God, got it's, it's got lots of corn in it, and you have to make one of those um, like water baths, yeah, for the thing to go in, and it just gets fluffy. It's got a lot of basil in it. That's kind of like the oh, it's so fresh tasting, um, and sweet, oh, and so oh my good. God. Well, and it makes a a lot. It's a it's a large recipe. It's real good the next day. It's real good every day for the next week when you eat it for lunch, like I did, because. Rob made it and then he and Doug left to go up to San Francisco for the next few days to go off gallivanting on their own and every day I would come home from work and eat a huge bowl of it until it was all gone. That was so a it's lot really of tasty. Corn. Look it up. I think coming up on the it and it, you don't have to use fresh corn for it. It actually says in the recipe you could use frozen like corn mm-hmm. niblets if you needed to. So I'm thinking, although it takes up some un- oven space, I think it would be so good for like holiday dinner, like Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, yeah, definitely. So tasty. Um, she pairs it with a lot of like Tex-Mex kind of things. Mm. It's on the episode that she does it is Tex-Mex. She makes tequila lime chicken. and. Oh. 
We had it with um, barbecue chicken, right? And it was perfect. It was delicious. It was perfect Labor Day accompaniment. It was, it was good chicken too. So that's that's that. It's a short but sweet one. Look it up, folks. Try oh, the delicious. recipe. Write in and tell us all about your thoughts on the sagaponic corn pudding. Sagaponic. Okay. I have no idea how to spell that. Um, it is S A G A P O N A C K, named right. after a small town in the Hamptons. Sagaponic. Sagaponic corn pudding. Um, sagaponic tea corn pone. That's what I kept singing. <laughs> a little known cut song from Lil Abner. Um, all right. So you were <laughs> there because you were at, at a wedding. No. Oh, no. You want to talk about a wedding. I, I, oh, I do want to talk about a wedding. I was catering a wedding the other day. Um, Sarah and I both have really good friends who have a catering company. In oh, an amazing Chicago. catering company. And I was catering this wedding and one of my jobs, I often get put in charge of the buffet because I'm good at making like the spread look pretty and replenishing stuff. Zhuzhing. Zhuzhing is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm working the buffet. So I'm on like one side of the table and it's a candy buffet of old fashioned candy. Nice. How awesome is that for your wedding, by the way? Well, it was, so there was like licorice ropes and um, non pareils and chocolate covered peanuts and Oh, Mary Jane's, my favorite, favorite old-fashioned candy. Oh, I love those. Well, I have to interject real quick because um, I was at the wedding of some dear friends recently, and what they did for favors was they had they had the wedding at their house, and it was beautiful, and they had their dining room. The whole um, dining table was covered with like these huge apothecary jars, mm-hmm. and then each of them was full of candy with scoops in it, and then you had these really cute little um, – like gauzy bags with beads on them, and you just got to fill your bags up with candy. And all the candy was white, so it was like um, non-prels, like, like you were talking about, and white jelly bellies, and um, it's probably what was that? Jordan almonds? No, Jordan. I don't think they were Jordan almonds, but there was uh, like plain rock candy and uh, these. Oh, but it was all white. That's yeah, it was pretty. beautiful, and it was very elegant and like um, licorice no i can't remember what she called them but they were essentially like sort of like good and plenties but with um, licorice chalk but with white on the outside mm. and actually brought them all into work and we're still eating it it's been two months for the record but um i th- anyway it's like it was a beautiful idea like you said a little candy buffet i love it mm-hmm. so, i love things like that because that's kind of you can do things like that that are elegant but at their heart they're just fun and well and they have a bunch of kids between them already and there were a lot of kids at the wedding so it was perfect for them and then the other th- oh i don't think i told you about this the other thing i did was the most brilliant thing ever at any wedding and i want to have one at my house is they rented a photo booth i saw the photos from the photo booth. oh my god it was the best thing so that is the cutest idea of it was all time the cutest idea so they had a, like an old-timey photo booth now frankly there's just like an eyesight inside you know then it prints the pictures out but you would go in and take your pictures and then it would print them out there was a little attendant there that came with the booth and the booth was all That's retro looking yeah and then the pictures came out on this with the pretty little logo with their initials on it, you know their little wedding logo and then you it had um six pictures three on each side of the page and you would cut it in half and then you would keep three and then you or however many but then they also had this whole scrapbooking thing set up so then you would take your pictures and put them in this little scrapbook and they had all kinds of you know little stars and glitter pens and stuff and write the bride and groom a little note and make a little page 
it was and they really, all they really also sweet. got everything digitally, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, and so they have all the pictures, which is awesome that, that's, because that's how I saw them. They yes. were showing them to us digitally. Yes, that night. and there was it was just really fun, and it was Stuff great because like they that. had boas and, and hats and stuff for the kids, and um, or if they're gay best friend or their gay best friend <laughs> that's i would have been all over the gate they have the gay you know bo- what they do have gay best friends and they were there everybody <laughs> should frankly if you're listening and you don't have a gay best friend you should go find one yeah they'll add a little color to your life theirs are of the female variety a delightful doesn't couple. Matter. no i know speak um doesn't matter what kind i just say <laughs> all gays. mix it up mix it up america and, you know what? And Actually, Australia, is, Europe, is, and everyone. Listening. I believe that today is National Coming Out Day here in America. It is indeed. today. We're recording this on Thursday. It may not be posted until Friday, but or November or November. No, it'll <laughs> go up soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, but finish your okay. So I oh, sidetracked so I, I, with, I'm, I'm with working, my own wedding I, story. No, but I love that. That's a I know, good, it was that's a good a one. Side topic, like good, meaningful stuff at someone's wedding. Pete, and then you always talk about it. Like I remember the first time I went to a wedding that had like a sweets table mm-hmm. instead of the wedding cake. I was right. like, how clever. Lovely. Um, we love that. First time you saw a disposable camera. Remember that rocked your world. Now everybody does it. <laughs> yes. Well, now everyone just brings their own digital camera. Well, there's that. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm working the candy buffet at this wedding. <laughs> and as I'm replenishing the licorice ropes and the Sour Patch Kids and all this stuff in these big jars um, – the DJ start. They have a DJ, and it's all of a sudden he's playing a song. And I had this moment where I looked up and I was like, "What? Wait a minute!" <laughs> and the wedding guests who were across the table from me, the three of us had the exact same look on our face at the same time. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the guy who was of the of the couple across the mm-hmm. table goes, "Nice." And that's when we all realized that they were playing "Business Time" by Flight of the Concords. It maybe was one of That's my brilliant. favorite, and I was like, "Not only are you so cool that you have a candy buffet, but you told that DJ, you know what? I'd really love business time <laughs> because you know what? Your wedding night is business time. It is, especially if it happened on a Wednesday. Now, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about business time on the show that I lost, so hmm. you may not know what we're talking about, but it's it was a show that was on." Um, HBO or Showtime? I think it was Shoot. We both one of those two. Show HBO Showtime. It was on one of those two, and it was on over the summer, and we were completely obsessed with it. I'm still obsessed with it, and it's now on hiatus. But if you go to YouTube and search for Flight of the Concords, C O N C H O R D S, you'll find all kinds of other stuff. They're brilliant. HBO, yes, and And they should be my boyfriend. Both of them. They're cute. Ah, they're cute. They're just so frigging funny. Business time. You can get the YouTube clip, actually. I and- Oh, there's a ton of them. Oh, but you know what? The couple that got married with the photo booth and the candy, guess what they're being for Halloween? What? J- Jermaine and Mel. Perfect. He's growing his sideburns now. <laughs> He's been growing them for like a month. Oh, that's some dedication to the holiday. And she's going to make, you know, like a crappy iron-on Flight of the Concourse t-shirt <laughs> and curl God her hair. Her. So good. Okay. Well, so that brings us back to TV, which you know that we love. And we last time, which seems like about three weeks ago, I think it actually was, we talked about being excited about the new fall shows. And now we've had a little bit of time to live with some of them. Mm-hmm. And so far, we have a couple of clear winners. First, clear winners. Yeah. The first of which we think is... Pushing Daisies. Delightful. Delightful. Whimsical, clever, funny, now here, smart. I post... 
I posted about this over at the Daily Purge blog. I knew that I was going to like it. I knew kind of the aesthetic of it, but mm-hmm. I hadn't done like I hadn't l- looked up like who the stars were. Right. I knew I knew Kristen Chenoweth was going to be in it. Mm-hmm. No one had prepared me for Ellen Green. Oh my god, Ellen Green and Swizzy Kurtz. I mean, seriously, come on. Jim Dale. Jim Dale. the narrator right. who we've talked about, who we love his audiobooks of Harry Potter that he does. And you know what? Today when I was driving home, I was listening to my Sirius Satellite Radio on the Broadway channel. And I, mm-hmm. as I turned it on, it was um, uh, a song from Barnum. The Colors of My Life. It wasn't. I'm trying to think what it was. It was um, – I love that museum like the theme song. song. Yeah. Quite a lot of Roman terracotta. I used to know all the words. But this – no, this was – there's a sucker born every minute. Oh, good one. Which is, isn't it? I can't remember what it was playing, but anyway, it was Jim Dale. I was like, wow, Jim Dale. It's good. Yeah, so Pushy Days is it's delightful. There's so many things I enjoy about I, it. I like the colors of it. Like, that's mm-hmm. one of the things, like, I love just Visually. the colors of it. I love how saturated all the colors are. I love the design of it. I love that he's a pie maker. I love that he's cute. He's real cute. Isn't he cute? And I like that he's all... This sort of like serious kind of nerdball uptight guy, but he says things like, that's how I roll. You know, I love that the dialogue is sort of contradictory to the characters. That's a lot. In fact, this week's episode, I think I may have liked better than the pilot. Love it. It was good. Anna Friel, delightful, just charming and delightful. We had a random musical number, which I'm always a fan of. (laughs) Random musical number. Um, so good. What I liked about that is that it was like, oh, it's a how weird someone's bursting at a song, but at the same time, it was kind of realistic because she kept getting yeah. interrupted by people and real, you know, and then stopping and being embarrassed that she was right singing. Go back, back into it. I know my other favorite visuals from this episode was when Kristen Chenoweth was hanging out the window with a mirror, God. trying to see into Ned's apartment. It was funny. And the costume design, I because I loved the Dandelion Girls. Oh. Gigantic dandelion hat she had on. I love that actress. She looks really familiar to me. She did. She did when she was in the weird getup, but then not when she was being herself. And I like that she was kind of quirky looking. You know, she wasn't just typical ingenue. I like that she was Mm -hmm. unusual and she was funny. And Chi McBride, oh my God, he's funny. Yeah. It's really good. good What do you think, people? Is it too whimsical? I know I've read some people saying, eh, it's too much. I enjoy the whimsy. Well, there was some folks that I were talking. I were that I was talking to <laughs> on Sunday night. Um, I got together with a bunch of listeners of of the various Rob Lindley podcasts, right? On the Rob Lindley Podcasting Network. Network. <laughs> um, and and we were hanging out Sunday because Sunday was the Chicago Marathon. Yeah. So there's people in from out of town. So we got together, had some beverages, and some of them were saying that they weren't down with the narration thing, that they thought it was too much. I thought it was too much in the pilot, to be honest. I was like, okay, this feels all feels like so much exposition. Is it always going to be this much? But then today I was talking to a friend at work and I said, wait, there was less narration, right? And either there was less narration or I just it was less jarring and I didn't care. So I thought either way, well, that's a good sign. Yeah, I think it could be a combo platter of the two. Yeah. And how much do we love a combo platter? We loved it back in September. We love it yep. now in October. Correct. <laughs> okay, another one that I'm enjoying, also a little controversial, Aliens in America. Mm. And you're not watching it, right? Not watching it, but I've seen the familiar- bus ad. Do you, do you know what it's about? 
Not really. So it's a sitcom, very sitcom-y, but um, kind, kind of quirky like Malcolm in the Middle East, you know? And it's okay. got Amy Peetz. Oh, I like her. Playing, and they're this like just fa- family in, in Wisconsin, like somewhere near Chippewa Falls. And she has this really funny accent, which is enjoyable to me. And, um, and the dad is played by the guy who played Luke on Gilmore Girls. And then they have this sort of hot sea daughter and then this super nerdball son who's a big dork at school and gets teased all the time. And, and um, in an effort to make her son more popular, on the, on the advice of the guidance counselor, the mom agrees – they agree to host an exchange student for a year because uh-huh. the guidance counselor is like, these guys are always like the most handsome, popular, cream of the crop, smart guys and, and they'll make your son cool. You know, And they show her pictures of this like super Aryan looking football guy, you know. And uh, so they go to pick up their exchange student, and it's a kid from Pakistan. Wah, wah. Uh, yeah, a, a Muslim kid from Pakistan. And so it's sort of about them coming to terms with that. And, and the kid, the, the kid who plays the Pakistani kid, um, Raja, is so delightful and charming. It's a great character. He's just sort of very wide-eyed and 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 really funny and you sort of see the two guys bond and, you know, at first the family wants to send him back and then they sort of really see him as a person. And I don't know, it's, it's kind of, it's pretty edgy in that it's really the first sitcom about <laughs> Muslim in America, but it's certainly making far more fun of Americans and their ignorance than it is about Islam or Muslims. I don't know. I think it's enjoyable. I really, really okay. like it. I think you would like it. Fantastic. Okay. It's very funny. Very quick dialogue. And yeah, it's on right. uh, Mondays, I think. Are you watching the Dirty Sexy Money? Yeah, I like it. Do you like that's it? That's the one. That's the one that my, um, our listener and f- friend James was like, "It's the best." I don't have the dual receiver anymore, so oh. I had to wait till Top Chef finale, and uh, now I'm pick it up. I'm enjoying it. I, I watched the first one and was like, "Oh, it's one of those shows where there's so many characters. It may take a few episodes for it to settle in because there's right. so many characters." But by the end, I haven't watched this week's yet. But by the end of last week's, I was kind of into it. Oh, can't wait. It's good. And um, I'm also enjoying Reaper on the CW, I believe. It's um, it was Aliens a- in America is on CW as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think those are these are the two sort of jewels in the CW bracelet. <laughs> I don't think they have a crown. <laughs> the CW bracelet. <laughs> I don't think they have enough. Gross. Although I am giving Gossip Girl a try. It's really trashy, but it's like background TV. Um, uh, oh, wait of, a minute. Reaper, this one? Yes, it's good. It's funny. God. No, it's it's the, got a kind of Buffy the Vampire Slayer edge to it. Buffy, you you lost me. Oh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, you're dead to me. I, I know I'm dead to most of our listeners. You can right enjoy now. your smoothies, and I will enjoy my <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer okay. people. Okay, absolutely. All right, I and I'll give it a try. I will. When when you said Reaper, I wasn't picturing the billboards that are everywhere in Chicago of these three people. It's so it's a sort of dork ball guy who finds out on and he works at a Home Depot ripoff store. It's called the Workbench. And uh he finds out on his twenty first birthday, he still lives at home with his parents, that um before he was born his parents sold his soul to the devil, which would uh-huh. which would go into effect when he turned twenty one. So on his twenty first birthday the devil played by Ray Wise, who's really good. You remember he was Laura Palmer's dad in Twin Peaks. Yes. He is the devil and he says, you are now in my service and so you have to be a reaper, sort of a bounty hunter. So he has to collect the souls of people who've escaped from hell. 
So it's kind of got like a monster of the week thing where each week he's got a different mission, but then he's also got these kooky friends and I don't know. I really enjoy I didn't like the second one as much as I liked the pilot. And I haven't seen this week's, but are you guys liking Reaper listeners? Back me up here. And don't tell me none of you people are Buffy fans. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Buffy they are. the vampires. I can't believe you never got into Buffy. I didn't. My friend Leonard was on it for a while, and I still yeah. I got I watched his episodes and that was it. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay, whatever. All right. Well, those are the shows that I mean, there's other shows I'm enjoying too, but I think those are the ones that I have been trying to watch right away. Are you getting excited about Halloween though and what to wear? No, because I, well, kind of, except that I don't know where I'm going to go. Where the party Yeah. Depends on the party. Like the place we used to go is this club that was really fun and people just went nuts with the costumes and it was really, 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 really fun. So now it's like, eh. But you know, Carol Ann, I may rip that off. I think it's a great idea. I'm actually going the weekend what are you before Halloween. Well, I think I'm going to do Carol Ann again. But I mean, where, I, where are you gonna, what are you going to do for the event? Uh, see, I don't know. I have rehearsal that evening. Mm. but So I'm going to miss like the parade. I like going to the parade in right. Halstead. Last year I was a big hit at the parade. Yeah. Um, well, and for those of you who don't know, what Rob Lindley and I spent two or three Halloweens in a row together. It became other. a tradition and then I moved. Um, a tradition that usually involved one of us drinking too much <laughs> or maybe just me i don't well, know i'm trying to i think. always drink too much it was more of an event when you did it though it really <laughs> was because i rallied to come and win almost win the costume contest you um, certainly did. <laughs> I did so go back and listen to the old episodes we love some halloween it's very special love for me and rob lindley um so i i have rehearsal this year on halloween but i'm hoping to pick up a party afterwards but the weekend before i'm going to be in omaha oh yeah, which is weird, but I need to. <laughs> I, I need. I need to send. Are you going to see and Courtney Lori. and Lori? I yeah. need to send them an email because I want to at least meet them at the Crossroads Mall for some Runza. What's Runza? Runza is a gross thing that's in every mall in Omaha and Council Bluffs, Iowa. Is it a food item or a store? A food item. What is it? It's like a. It's like a Sammy, some sort of. Why Sammy. is it called a? Why is it called that? I don't know, but that uh, what I hate is that I think the actual title of the store is Runzas, which sounds like you've got the diarrhea. Yeah, I don't like that. I've got Runza. Someone tell me what that is and what why it's called that. Is it some from some ethnic heritage? Is it? No, I don't think so. I think it's Omaha. How do you spell it? R U N Z A. I don't like it. I don't either. <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but I, I don't know. Someone let me know yeah. what that is. It's all over the place in, in the Omaha area. Okay. So I'm jealous you're going to see Courtney and Lori. Well, well hopefully. i got to email them first. Yeah. Well, hopefully they'll hear this and get to you, too. Oh, that could I'm going to be in Toronto next week for work, and I'm going to be meeting a couple of listeners, Terry and Rob. Um, hopefully they're going to show me, show me around the Toronto town. I'm not completely fried from being at a conference all week, which may be the case, but I don't know how long that sounds like fun. I know. I wish I had a little more time, but I'm going to be busy, busy, busy until that until one night, and then I have a little bit of time. So I'm excited. I just sent you a link to the Runza website, Sarah. Oh, I see. Just, so it's a it's not it's a it's a food item, but it's affiliated with a particular business. Yes. Um, Ew! Just, what the hell is that? It looks like no, a loaf I've of bread. I've looked this up before. You talked about this, or maybe Courtney and Lori did. Ew. Oh, doesn't it look horrible? It's like a hot pocket with ground beef in it. <laughs> Ew. Oh. Hilarious. 
BLT. Oh. oh, I don't think I like that. <laughs> Do they taste good? I don't know. I've never had one. I oh, always I dare you. Please have one. I'll take a picture. Are you Runs Attic? It says right run- there on the website. Oh. What if you click that? If you're eating a Runza right now, you are. <gasps> People who have frozen Runzas. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, and now I mess. I'm intrigued. I'm like, weird regional food. Hey, do you guys have a weird. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. Or we- a weird that. regional food. doesn't yeah. have to be weird, but like, this is weird looking to me. <laughs> Are you from the Upper Peninsula? Uh, do you, can you what, tell us about... Don't they do the, the pasties up Pasties. There? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you have to have a pasty when you go to the UP. Right. What are you guys... Uh, what, are you, what are your weird regional foods? I don't, I don't necessarily want to know if it's something delicious. Yeah. But is there like something that everybody eats that's weird where you live? Let me know. No. And tell us your ghost stories. I want to ghost stories so and, bad. Oh, I'm excited about that. And you can find us on Facebook. Come join the How Much Do We Love group there. I and, feel um, like I'm the only person in America not on Facebook. Yeah, it's I, you should get on it. You can play Probably. Scrabble. That's what I like to do. <laughs> I play. I've been playing Scrabble with Doug, although he just bailed in the middle of a game. Whatevs. Sorry. Yeah, you don't have to be sorry. I'm gonna. Can I? I want to have a moment for this okay. one thing. It sh- I should save it for a Bizarro cast, but I just feel the need to talk about this. Okay. It's because it's a Bizarro thing. Okay. Somebody busted in our car window and stole my iPod this <gasps> last night. Can what? you imagine? Can uh, you imagine? Parked on your street? Not on our street, but Doug had a, an interview at a theater that he's working at right now. So he just like quickly went over to the theater, which is kind of like in a little neighborhood. It's in Ravenswood. And he just kind of went and parked on a side street and ran in, did the interview, and he came back and there was glass everywhere. <gasps> And of course he had just like run in. So my iPod was sitting in like the little mm. cup holder uh, iPod right. place. Right. How crappy is that? That sucks. So well, do you have. There's a way to turn that around because Doug and I were both talking about it that we both are really trustworthy people. And I think we sometimes think that everybody's like us and yeah. that no one would ever do something like that. But it felt really crappy. It feels really like bad. We were both having a weird feeling of like, that's crappy that someone would break your window. It's very and just- invasive. And I have, it's not even like I, it wasn't an iPhone or even right. the new Nano. This is like an old school 20 mm-hmm. gig click wheel, like, Right, no video, nothing. Yeah, not even color monitor. Right, <laughs> like I'm like, really, dude? It's like taking somebody's dot pixel Sony Walkman. Printer. Yeah, right. I'm like, why, really? Huh. Uh, that sucks. There's it does a, suck. It's I had I I'll, I'll tell the story at other times. We're running along, but I, one my house was broken into when I was in it one time in Chicago. God, and it's really just disc. It's just creepy and disconcerting. It's like, hey. That's not fair. That's not cool. Like you're That's totally, not how the universe is. No, you know, get we out of my space. Exactly. But I think, you know, that's a testament that I think, you know, so be nice to people, yeah. people. If you're listening, be nice. You know, I had just, the end of my, uh, the day that I got broken into, it was a totally, it's a whole long story, but the, and it was, I was completely freaked out all day. And then at the end of the, at that evening, I walked over to the, the nearby bar to meet my friend for a drink. And I ended up having this really strange encounter with a woman on the street. I ended up with her child. I mean, she had her kid with her and she was outside this liquor store. It's this whole long thing. But I ended up putting her in a taxi and giving the driver money to get her to her AA meeting. So it was sort of like one of those 
Okay, well, wow. yeah, it was a whole long weird thing, but um, I was just feeling like this is the worst thing that could have ever happened to me all day, and then I had this encounter with this completely dysfunctional family, and was like, okay, perspective. That's why well, this there you happened go. to me today. And so. sometimes maybe that takes us to what the core is. Right. Sometimes we like a wake up call. Yeah, and you know it and sucks like, you know, to not be start. able to put leave something on the seat, but. Yeah, That's but, you know, you probably shouldn't do that. And also yeah. to know that our lives are never really that bad. Right. Well, it doesn't mean that it didn't suck. You know, I don't mean yeah, to. Yeah, it I, still sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the thing I was like, and nothing was stolen. I was just completely petrified. It was, it was terrifying because I was in the house when the person Ugh. broke in and blah, ah. blah, 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 and I had to call the cops. But um, nothing, I didn't lose anything. I just was really scared, you know, and felt really violated. That's what it is. It's sort of this weird, I don't know. We don't love, how much do we love that? Not very much. All right. Wait, now we better just say something quick. Here's a real quick one to end with. How much do you yes. love? This is from a listener. A fresh coat of paint. Love it. I love the way it smells. I love the way it can completely change a room. I love this mm-hmm. sort of metaphorical fresh coat of paint. You get yes. yourself a new coat. Yes. You feel great about yourself. You get a new haircut. A haircut. Some new blush. Uh, oh, yeah. Right? Okay. A million bucks. A million bucks. Love it. I think that was from a listener named Henry but I, I don't have my email in front of me. If it wasn't, then I'm sorry, other listener. And hi, Henry. <laughs> you told us something else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, everybody, you're going to write into us with your supernatural stories because it is Halloween, Halloween. time. Yeah. We'll be doing a bunch of episodes about what we love about Halloween and all the different things. And, and- I'm, Yeah, I'm going to go on a limb and guess there's going to be one about candy. I'll bet there will be. <laughs> It took us three episodes to stop talking about candy at Easter, and that's not a oh. hol- that's not a holiday about candy. Yeah. So we're you may be in hold on to your your. But it's not too to late to find a, it's not too late to find a handmade Peeps maker and send it to Sarah Davis. No, it isn't too late, people. Not too late, ladies TikTok, and gentlemen. I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so right. um, send us your super ma- supernatural um stories. stories. Tell, tell, us, tell us which of the fall shows have stuck. Yeah. Which are the season pass casualties? Yeah, exactly. Back Let us to know. You, gone. I and start talking about it at the forum at how much do we love dot com slash forum. Yeah, yeah we've been sort of slack about going there. Fun. Okay. It's fun though. I like going there. Um, that's it. Thanks guys. It. We'll see you soon. Bye listeners, we love you. Bye.